Welcome. I'm Anastasia Glova, bringing you the Cato Daily Podcast. Full and edited versions of our podcasts are available on our website at www.cato.org. The House of Representatives voted Tuesday to raise their members' salaries to $168,500, a $3,300 pay increase. If it passes in the Senate, the increase will go into effect in January of next year and will mark the seventh straight year in which taxpayers have been very generous employers. Director of Government Affairs Brandon Arnold offers some thoughts. What did Congress do to deserve a pay raise? Well, I think uh, in the opinion of probably most Americans, very little. In fact, Congress's approval ratings right now are in the mid-20s, which is pretty abysmal. I imagine if you're a lobbyist in D.C., maybe you've liked some of what the members of Congress have done in terms of earmarks and in terms of some of the tax breaks that they've passed for special interests. But broadly speaking, there's a very unpopular Iraq war going on right now, as everyone knows. There's a lot of pork barrel spending. Spending in general is at record levels. And uh, not to even mention the ethics scandals that are going on. It seems like every other day we hear about another member of Congress being indicted or investigated for some unethical activity. It strikes me as odd that lawmakers set their own salaries. Is there no performance valuation of any kind? The way that business is currently done, the answer to your question is no. There's no performance assessment of any sort. Congress is basically policing their own salaries. That's partially based on their, their constitutional role. The Constitution says they're in charge of, of paying out their own salaries. Though in the past, they've done things, I think, a little bit more democratically. Historically, they would generally put pay raises up to a up or down vote on the floor of the House and the Senate. They've also used things like presidential commissions. So you have independent bodies kind of evaluating uh, where this, the congressional salaries should be. They're not doing that. They haven't done that for, for well over a decade now. They're just taking it upon themselves and, and using some tactics that I think are somewhat unscrupulous to raise their salaries. I understand the pay raises occur automatically each year. Can the pay raises be revoked or readjusted? For example, if Congress has a particularly, shall we say, wasteful year? Well, I think a wasteful year might apply to 2006, maybe 2005, and probably uh, most of the, the past several decades, if not more. But uh, yes, they can turn down their own pay raises if they choose to. The pay raises happen automatically. That's happened since 1989. They're built into the appropriations law. If they don't take action, the pay raises will occur. But they can step in. They can say, we don't think we deserve a pay raise this year for whatever reason, and stop the pay raises from happening. They haven't done so since 1999. I don't think their approval ratings have been universally high since that time. But I think they've kind of bought into the belief that they deserve these pay raises. Therefore, they've taken no action. In fact, they've used procedural rules to block any type of consideration of whether these pay raises should or should not occur. And there's only a small group of members of Congress that have fought these procedural rules and tried to put them to an end. But they've, of course, been unsuccessful. I suppose elections also serve as a kind of indirect performance evaluation. Well, in part, yes. But the way our electoral system is set up, somebody has to win. So regardless of whether they're happy with a member of Congress or, or put somebody else in office, they're putting somebody in office. And that's not necessarily the voice of the public saying we want their salaries to increase by some unpredictable margin that is going to be governed by that member of Congress themselves. Has anyone in the House objected this time around? Yes. Uh, Jim Matheson, a, a Democratic member of Congress from Utah, has once again, he's been very consistent in doing so, tried to stop the pay raise from happening. His efforts were struck down on a procedural vote uh, overwhelmingly. His vote lost by about a 100 vote margin.
Is the process of trying to block the pay raise difficult in any way or complex? It is actually fairly complex. Basically, what leadership does, both in the House and the Senate, is use procedural tactics. So before they can even bring an amendment to the floor to try to block the pay raise, they will table that amendment. They will rule that amendment out of order. So what the, the members of Congress will, in essence, be voting on is a procedural vote. Procedural votes have a very high level of party disciplines. Republicans vote with Republicans. Democrats vote with Democrats. And therefore, they're able to, to shoot down those amendments before they even get to the floor for consideration fairly readily. Now, the Senate used a very interesting tactic of back in March where uh, not only did they say they didn't want to ever consider pay raises in the future, but in fact, they passed a measure that would prevent any individual who voted against a future pay raise from receiving that pay raise themselves. So it actually speaks to a great level of specificity. If you vote against pay raises, you don't get a pay raise yourself. That's pretty tough politics, if you ask me. This has been Cato Daily Podcast. Thank you for listening.